I am Jacqueline. This is the Tape Cassettes podcast where we talk about everything evolving around tape cassettes, audio, music, analog, via the awesome little tapes that they are. This first episode, I'm going to be talking about mixtapes and mixtapes, just about mixtapes in general. So to start with, um, when I was a kid, I had a little Fisher-Price cassette recorder and player, and it had radio, so what I would do is literally sit there all day waiting for my favorite song to come on and then hit record on my little cassette. And the reason I do that is because when I was a kid, we'd go on a few different road trips, like three-hour road trips from South Florida to Orlando. I definitely went to theme parks a lot, which my other favorite thing to do is to go to theme parks. And on the car rides, my parents provided us with little portable cassette players, and we were allowed to listen to our own music on the cassettes. And I thought this was like the coolest thing ever because I didn't have to listen to the grown-up music. I didn't have to listen to what my sister was listening to. I could sit there with my little headphones on and listen to whatever the heck I felt like. And my dad always gave me like these little blank cassettes. So I'd sit there, um, specifically remember sitting at my grandmother's because there weren't as many toys there, but I'd have my little Fisher Price cassette player. I'd sit there recording different songs that came on. And at the end of it, I would have really cool mixtapes. And it was kind of like you had to be fast because the second that that song came on, you were like, okay, I better hit record. I know that this song is coming on right now. And I think part of that process of knowing what song it is within a couple seconds to be able to catch it right when it comes on, I still have that now. Like if I'm at work and I know my favorite song is coming on, it's like, my ears perk up and I'm like, hey, I love this song. It's on right now. And I freaking love this song. But I think in the back of my head, the little kid version of me is remembering when that song within seconds, you'd have to hit that record to be able to get that song. And I think that's that's kind of like my first experience with mixtapes. And then I know um, throughout I would say probably all throughout high school and college and middle school, I was always making mixtapes. And if it wasn't on cassette, when cassettes weren't as popular and CDs came out and the CDs were cheap, I do remember making a bunch of CDs for people. And that's kind of like where the whole mixtape thing started with myself. And pretty much... Most people that I talk to about cassettes, they experience the same similar type of start to it. Um, And that's, of course, like, I'm a 90s kid, so, you know, born in the 80s and raised in the 90s, so the cassette culture started at a young age for me. I do remember that, I can't remember what my first vinyl record was, But I do know that my dad and I would go to a record store called Peaches. And when I was at Peaches, that's where I would get the records and cassettes. Uh, I do also remember at, like, one of my favorite things were soundtracks. Because to me, a soundtrack is like a mixtape because it has different artists, uh, different songs on one tape. And in the grand scheme of things, if you think about it, like, the soundtrack is a mixtape to a movie. 
And um, I always liked picking up the soundtracks on cassette. I I definitely had a bunch of the Disney ones because I was a kid. Um, I remember the first soundtrack that I really freaking loved was the Clueless soundtrack, which, like, looking back on that, that's, like, I mean, you had, like, Radiohead on there. There's all kinds of musicians on that Clueless soundtrack. So I was, like, looking at that when I bought it on record, and I sat there, like, man, Little Kid Me had awesome taste in music, which is totally subjective, but some of the stuff that was on that record I still listen to now, which goes back to the mixtape, because soundtracks are essentially mixtapes, in my opinion. And I'd go there, pick up a bunch of soundtracks, and listen to those on car rides. I did listen to them when I would go to camp, too. Like, if I'm on the bus, I'd go to camp and listen to my mixtapes there. And for for riding the bus to camp, it was always funny because I didn't like anyone sitting next to me, which sounds really antisocial. And I am kind of extroverted. I would also say that I'm introverted at times. But for some reason, when I was on the buses, I just liked listening to the mixtapes and not really communicating with anybody else. Like, I didn't want to sit here and hang out with anyone. I wanted to put my headphones on and chill. And I remember one person came up to me and they're like, hey, do you mind if I sit there? And I know this sounds like kind of mean, but I was like, no. But I thought the no meant like, yes, I do mind because I was in my little bubble. And then they sat there and I'm like, here goes my little bubble space invaded while I'm trying to sit here and listen to my mixtape. Anyway, (laughs) that kind of says a lot right there, but... um, The mixtape has always been kind of, like, something that I've been drawn to. And one of my friends from middle school, I randomly realized that we were both following each other on Twitter for, like, all these years. And I'm like, hey, are you that person that I knew from middle school? And then I'm like, that is that person. And they were like, you know, back in middle school, you gave me a mixtape that changed my music, I guess, like, lifestyle for life. And I was like, that is awesome. Because ultimately, um, when you make a mixtape, you're trying to share something, in most cases, that you love with another person. And it's not just... I make a lot of mixtapes that are strictly platonic. They are not love mixtapes by any means. There might be love songs on there, and I try not to put any on there so I don't send, you know, the wrong message. But I do, I, do, I do pick things out that I think the other person is going to enjoy or at least open their mind to. So when my friend from middle school told me that, I was really, really touched by it because that's, that's kind of like the ultimate mixtape uh, accomplishment <laughs> where someone's like, hey, your mixtape changed my music life. And I'm like, thank you. Uh So that's, uh, you know, going on with the mixtape. And recently, I have been really talking to someone a lot about Nipsey Hussle, and I wrote a blog about it recently. And one of the things that he talked about was he... So if if, uh, any of you don't know, he is a musician that recently passed away, and he was a hip-hop person that I feel was way above like, way ahead of his time, and one of the things he was most well known for is he made a mixtape CD, 
and sold it for $100 each. And the concept of that was that he got inspired from a Philly cheesesteak sandwich that sold for 100 bucks, And he's like, hey, if someone can buy a $100 Philly cheesesteak, I can sell my mixtape for 100 bucks." And he did. And he sold, like, 100 to Jay-Z or something. And the part that was interesting about this was setting your own price for the mixtape. But the reason that he called it a mixtape was because... Uh, it goes a little bit deeper, but his idea was this is original music that I created and it's a mixtape because it's just a mix of stuff that I've made. It's not my album. And when I saw that, I kind of thought to myself, you know what? I think that's the same with the stuff that I've produced recently. I've made mixtapes, but they aren't necessarily a polished album. And then it goes further into that where mixtape is kind of like a hodgepodge of different music. And it might not be an album for you, but it could be a mix of songs as an artist that you've made that you don't really have them in an album, but they're good enough to put on something that you can give to other people. So in this case, he did it on CDs, but I really like the concept of taking that and putting it on cassettes. The cassettes are a little bit more durable. They've lasted years where if I'm like thrifting and I go to find a cassette, it's going to be in better condition than the CDs. The CDs get scratched. They break easier. Um, Cassettes, if it breaks, you can usually fix it in some cases. So it's just a lot more durable than the CDs. And the audio quality, depending on what your opinion on it, is sometimes better with the tape cassettes. And that, of course, depends on how you're playing it. So back with the concept of these $100 mixtapes, I know that a lot of the hip-hop music focuses on the story of the album. And that's what he was saying was his difference of this being a mixtape versus an album. Because the albums are going to tell full stories of the successful albums, I should say. Because there are some albums where it's just a bunch of random songs that they made together, but really, really good music. And this isn't just in hip-hop. Uh, I know one of my favorite metal bands is Dream, or progressive metal, whatever you want to call it, is Dream Theater. And Dream Theater does albums that are basically like metal operas. And they all tell a story. Uh, they're all cinematic in the sense of like when you're watching them live, it feels like you're watching a show. Kind of like back in the day when people would go to the opera. So the mixtape is kind of like a mixture of different songs that might not be in story form. So um, with ones that I've released, I did Space Cadet, which was, again, with the mixtape concept where I took public domain stuff and put it together with loops and sounds to create a mixtape which happened to have a little bit of a story to it because in in the actual mixtape, I have it start where there's an astronaut and he's going off into space and then he's in orbit and then he like lands and you're kind of like in this little traveling concept. But the ultimate part is that it's a mixtape. And one of the things I really, really love doing with the mixtapes is taking a random idea and turning it into its own mixtape. So my second mixtape that I released was 
basically I had four or I had three no I had four three or four I had four <laughs> sorry so I had four cassettes that were the same color and I thought to myself what is it about this cassette that's making me want to record on it? And the main thing was that they were blue, and I actually saved these cassettes. One of them, one or two of them were ones that were just, like, in a art pile. So I purchased a bunch of cassettes that were considered art cassettes, and I salvaged some of the colored ones to put in the colors that I didn't like, where the, like, I guess you could say the tape was still good, but the, I didn't, I just didn't like the color of the shell. Because I got them in blind boxes. So I saw these four cassettes that were blue. And I'm like, I really love these cassettes. I need to make something with this. So blue got me thinking about water. And I made this mixtape on water. And what I did was the same with the Space Cadet where I took NASA sounds and composed them into its own music. I basically took water sounds and composed them into their own music. And the A side of the water album are all water sounds that are inside of the house or they're kind of like, not to say artificial water sounds because they are real auto audio for water, but they're not ones that are in nature. So I, I guess the difference would be like the ones that were the shower, like turning on the shower, opening the curtain, the, the shower turning on, the shower turning off, the drain, the bathtub. All of those sounds were put into a mix with actual music and loops, and it created this album, mixtape album. It's not really an album, but it's a mixtape, a mixtape that shows all of these different, not shows, but you can hear these different sounds layered on top of each other to create this project. And then the B side were all natural sounds. So like scuba diving sounds. So you could hear the water underneath the ocean. Then there's like water that's, you know, the waves of the ocean. All of these things were mixed together into this tape. So I really think that one of the things that would help musicians who are going to live performances and showing up and opening for bands is that they really, really, really should have a mixtape at their merch booth. And what I recently went to see Taco Cat, which is a really awesome band. The women that are in that are freaking awesome. They're so energetic. When I went to the merch table and they had two bands open up for them, I went to the merch table and there was not one cassette. And I would have bought the cassettes from these little unknown bands that opened for, like there was one band that was local, I think. Never heard of them before. But if they had a cassette tape, I would have bought it. The cassette tapes take up so much less space than the t-shirts. They're very inexpensive to make. And I sit there and wonder why don't bands make their own mixtape? Now, I know that the two bands that opened didn't have albums released yet. They One of them did have a seven-inch record, but my whole concept lately is that I don't like getting the seven inches because they're not of value compared to an album or a cassette. And it's only one song. So I I didn't feel urged 
to buy anything from the merch table other than a record from Taco Cat that they just released. But I will tell you this, if they had a mixtape, even if it wasn't a full album, if they had a mixtape cassette, I would have purchased one. And I really wish that I could help more people realize that if you are a band, you can make mixtapes and sell them at your concert, someone will buy them. And they take up so little space, literally little amount of space. You could carry 10 cassettes. It doesn't even have to be 100. You can make small batches. Like the water mixtape was a total of four cassettes available. So if you make a small batch release for 10 bucks, literally those cassettes run from like a dollar depending on where you buy them. You could make a small batch of cassettes, sell them for 10 bucks, people are going to buy them. They're going to buy them. Maybe you're not going to sell 100 of them, but you'll have something at your show that someone can take home. And that is what I wish more people realize that are trying to make it in the music industry with more and more people doing it themselves. They're doing it without the record label. Your ability to make a mixtape is so accessible and it sets you apart from the other artists online. It does because you are creating something that your fan can hold in their hand. And if you're someone that is, uh, I guess you could say if you are a purchaser of cassette tapes, like maybe you aren't a musician, maybe you're a cassette tape enthusiast that you like to collect them. It's much, much easier for you to collect a cassette tape than a record at these shows. Because at the show, when I was at Taco Cat, I went to the merch table first. That's what I always do. I bought the record and I happened to have a backpack with me. But like tonight I'm going to a show, I'm not going to have a backpack because the new rules with the clear bags, they can't hold a record. So I'm really, really hoping that there's a cassette tape at the concert that I go to today. There's about four bands playing. And if if there are tape cassettes, I do budget to, to buy them and I'm going to see what they have. It, it really, I, I really wish that more musicians did have mixtapes available. And it, it's something that can be done by anybody. It doesn't have to be a full album. You could even have a cassette single where it's like one song. But the, the concept of a mixtape is very awesome. And mixtapes, um, going into mixtapes for leisure. So let's say that you are not a musician, but you freaking love music. You can go and make your own mixtape to share with anyone in the world. Like, I have literally sent mixtapes to Denmark, to Australia, to Italy, to different parts of the United States. All of these have been done, and you can find people online. Um, most of the people I found from Reddit, where they go and they're like, hey, anyone want to switch a tape with me? And you're like, hey, I would love to switch a tape with you. And you literally send a tape cassette to a different person, and they send one back to you. And it's very magical. Like, you literally pick out songs, and you don't know what that person's going to like. I mean, there's some people that, like, 
I'm on, there's some of the people that I started a mixtape swap with that I've done multiples with because we just liked each other's mixtapes. But not every person that does the mixtape exchange is a musician. Some of them are just really into music. And that's what's really, really awesome about mixtapes. You can create something that other people don't have. And it's awesome. Like, it's really sharing at a different level. And the part that was funny to me about thinking about mixtapes was... A lot of people think that tape cassettes are this obsolete, irrelevant type of product or data. Like, it's basically like cassette tapes are data holders. They're just not, like, on our phones or on a cloud like we're used to now. They're literally in your hand. And before the Internet, we didn't have a way to put whatever song we want on the mixtape. We also didn't have a way for us to send a mixtape across the world. Like, that's... Look at how amazing that is. Like, you can send... I'm in the United States, Austin, Texas. I can send a mixtape to a random stranger across the world. I've even sent one to Japan before. So, it's like, I'm in Austin, Texas, and my cassettes, my mixtapes are going to other parts of the world. And before the internet, we were not able to do that as easily. So, the fact is that our new technology is allowing us to use our old technology in a brand new way. And the mixtapes are definitely getting more popular. More people are getting into them. And I think the one thing with mixtapes that's going to separate the people from... Like, let's say you're a musician online. What's going to separate you from someone who does not have anything online other than a t-shirt is that people are going to have a piece of your music in their hands, in their collection, that they can pass on to their children or, you know, just have there or, like, share with a friend. Like, hey, check this out. Or some people that make more mixtapes, there's certain people that in the in the mixtape cassette culture community that only want to make mixtapes with stuff that's analog. So literally they will not put a song on a tape unless it came from a tape or record. Now, I do both where I'll take some digital and I'll do some vinyl and then I'll do some cassette. It depends on what the mixtape is for. And if you have your stuff on a cassette, that is the cheapest and closest way that you can get your analog music to other people. And there's a different type of person that's going to be listening to something analog than, say, your random person that's on Spotify or iTunes just clicking away. Because there's nothing separating you from the other 10 songs that are on there, aside from fan base. But if, you're, if you have an actual product, your product is more likely going to sell as a cassette or record. It just is. People like it. And the cassettes are so inexpensive. Um, recently, what I did was I had been promising to send my one friend a mixtape for like the longest time. And I think that the closer I am to the person, the harder the mixtape is. And especially when it's someone that's in my vinyl community, because I'm like, okay, not that I... Like, I try not to care what people think, but I'm more like, I really want to make a good mixtape for this person because I do 
appreciate and respect their respect for music. So I don't want to give them something that's just like half done, you know. So with this one specific person, I ended up doing a kind of cool idea where we originally met at a record store and I had gone to that said record store recently and I bought quite a few different albums. And that time that I had went, I ended up buying mostly Bossa Nova Brazilian music. And um, I'm originally from Brazil. I pretty much raised in the States, but I really love Brazilian music and jazz. Grew up on that. Bossa Nova is definitely something I listen to all the time as a kid. And I thought, well, it would be really cool if I made a mixtape for this person with music from the store that we met at. And they're also into jazz. So it was a Bossa Nova album. Uh, Like, not album, but it was a mixtape with all Bossa Nova albums. And I thought that was pretty cool. And it was something that they're not going to get from someone else because it's pretty unique to that situation. And that's what's cool about it. Like, you can you can do so many different types of ideas with mixtapes. You can make one, like, I did one on water. I did one on Bossa Nova that came from a specific store. You could make it as broad or specific as you want, and that is the beauty of it. So I do leave you with this. What type of mixtape are you going to make next? Are you going to make a mixtape for yourself? Are you going to make it for a friend? Are you going to make it with music that you've created but don't have an album for? What is your mixtape? What type of mixtape are you going to make?